this is like extra special Polini perspective in the bunker. Like, I mean, you're you're basically on the Hey Frage podcast, yet I'm on the Polini perspective podcast from home. This is nuts. So we're actually we're really not social distancing our podcast. We're actually combining them today, which is probably not healthy. <laughs> No, absolutely not, except for we have miles of distance. So, look, are you – I personally am getting crushed. People are like, you're not using your platform to get out the word that people need to stay home. Uh, Are you getting that backlash? Because last week we were like, this is overblown, ridiculous. We were agreeing with Dr. Drew, and now that seems like it was dumb in hindsight. I don't know if it was dumb or not. I don't – you know – it's clear. We said no. We we said last week it was. It's very serious. It's highly contagious. I don't know if it's going to end up um, to, to the degree that it seems like we are now. I mean, we've gone from you know washing your hands and you know being careful to bars, restaurants. I mean, it's a ghost town out there. Ghost town. But, okay, look, I mean, I don't know. We don't know yet if President Trump acted too quickly, too late. But, I mean, they are, like, they're taking it serious now. They do not want you out. No, he just made the announcement yesterday with Pence. Do not hang out in crowds bigger than 10. not only Trump. I mean, obviously, all the governors, the local jurisdictions. Yeah. New York City, for, for New York City to basically shut all bars, all restaurants, only take out San Francisco's in uh, shelter in place. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. Okay. But are, do you feel like people are taking it seriously enough? Like, I think this is way more serious than you I, and I thought last I, week. I, I think after this weekend, so it's now Tuesday, I would say, I would say Sunday into Monday, it seems like it's the the serious, the level of seriousness is quadrupled. Something changed. So like toward the end of last week, people were still saying, be smart, be careful, work from home, but support your local businesses. I mean, listen, I I did. I went out on a, I went out Friday night, supported a local restaurant. We were talking about how packed it was with other people. I know. I, I saw your I, tweet. Yeah, I even tweeted about it, and then I feel like delete like that Sunday tweet. Night, I'm like, oh my god, I'm a I'm a moron carrier here. Like, <laughs> delete the tweet. I know. I saw you. I was like, no, take it down. But no, I felt the same way until. Okay, I think now we're seeing. Look, you're seeing the tone of President Trump and Pence change immensely. Uh, CDC's Fauci, you're seeing these diagrams go up of basically, you know, younger people. You're in that category, well, too. We, we always start off a few things. We always start off with politics. So we, we let's touch on politics. But I do want to say a few things. So I, I want to applaud not only our television station, but local journalists all over the country, particularly in crises like this. And this isn't just a speech. I will say our station, you know, myself. Our news team, corporate, we were getting notifications on this from go- going back. I think our first notification from from corporate HR came on uh, late February. Okay, uh, we've taken tremendous steps inside our station from standpoint of self distancing, even the anchors on our shows, 
no guests coming in. We've limited all vendors. About half our stations working from home. We've had, um, uh, we're not giving internal mail delivery. We've, we've cut, we've shut down all the break rooms. We have wipes, we have this, you know, sanitizers, we're cleaning equipment. So we've really, over the last several weeks, we've instituted as many uh, procedures as we possibly can to try to keep our employees safe. Because uh, we have to do the news. You know, we're not, yeah. you, know, we, you know, no offense to law firms, but we can't just work from home. Some of our people can, but not all of our people. So, um, and, and the feedback's been very positive inside the building in terms of the steps that we've taken. You know, we got reporters not coming in. We're doing editorial meetings uh, on, a, on bridge calls and Zoom calls, even internal right. meetings. The people that are here, we're doing on Zoom calls. Right. So anyway, so that's, we've taken that part seriously. And then from a political standpoint, you know, Trump, this is where Trump has has difficulties. He, you know, it's one thing to kind of poo-poo certain facts and get facts wrong on on issues that, yeah, they're they're important, but they're not crisis critical to crisis type issues. Right. Him downplaying this from for, for the last early on, you know, oh, it's only fifteen people. It's it's going to be fine. We're, we're well ahead of it. It's going to be, you know, we're, we're, we're great. You've seen how that's escalated, right? You've seen that as they've realized this thing, it's not only 10 people from China. It's, it's a pandemic. It's gone from, Oh, it's only 15 people to, you know, him declaring a national state of emergency. Right. So, you know, Oh, everyone's going to have a test. Well, no, everyone didn't have a test. And, yeah, and now it's basically like don't get tested unless you have symptoms, you yeah, know. He, he has – I think he sh- – and again, I don't believe it's his fault. I believe the United States is on top of this. Um, God, we hope you know, so. No, I, I, I get the sense we are, and I, and I think both from a federal level and a state level. Well, I think people are getting there. I just don't know if it's too late. I mean, you probably saw all the pictures coming out of spring break in Florida at the beaches as of like yesterday. Um, you know, you still have a lot of young millennials. They're saying, "How about Walt Disney World had a farewell thing on Sunday night?" They have horrible. What are they thinking? I, I don't know. It's I cannot believe it I, because I don't think people are really taking it. I, I think you're you're right. This weekend was a turning point. I think month yesterday was a turning point. Well, but are I, yeah, we too I, late? I think I think there's levels of seriousness. I you know I think there's people who are quarantined themselves in in home in their homes not because they have symptoms, just because they don't want to go out, and that's the right thing if they feel that's right. I think there's people who still have to go to work. I'm at work right now, but a lot of our people are home. Yeah, but you're like essential personnel. Yes, there are some essential. Yeah. You know, if you work at Whole Foods, CBS, did they have. Did you just say I was essential? Thank you. That's the <laughs> nicest thing you've ever said about me. 
<laughs> well, you are. You got to keep a station going. You have to keep information yes. going out. But you guys have taken great measures. You know, contributors like myself not coming in the building. I think that's great. You guys don't know who we've interacted with. We don't know who we've interacted with. You know, yeah. so I think limiting that is really great. If you work for CBS Walgreens, I love the pledge to keep that open. Metro, obviously limiting. We're probably going to get close to a lockdown if we don't have a lockdown this week here in Washington. You know, although I will say, like, I think some. And I'm not picking on Metro, but I guess I am. DC Metro, they limited service. Yet that created the cars that were operating to be more crowded. Oh, like more traffic. Yeah. So, sometimes I don't think you know the. You got to think these things through. If you have less left less trains running, people still were going to work. It's more crowded. Like, yeah, so but at least gotta... they're away from each other. Don't you think that was the point? Is like when you're on Metro Rush, when you're coming in morning or night, you're you're literally you can't get six feet away. At least if you got more cars on the road, you are isolated in your car. I guess if people are driving, but there's people who don't have the option of drive. Listen, I think all these businesses have had to make tough decisions. Yeah, I mean the yeah. fact that you're closing bars, small businesses, they may not recover from this. I know. What are your thoughts on that? Like, obviously, you've said on this show many times, you know, your dad was a small business owner. Um, yeah, my dad, my dad stole, you know, he, he, he sold his business, but still works in a small business. He was told to stay home. Um, so he's not working. Uh, listen, it's, it's, you know, you it, put the market aside, the market will hopefully eventually recover. It may not get to $30,000, 30000 uh, in the next year or two maybe five years who knows but my bigger concern is the retail marketplace the small businesses yeah you know know, especially those who are just opened up yeah now you got to shut down devastating Uh, yeah i mean i don't know if you saw you know dc improv obviously a legendary kind of small business here they just let their entire staff go so their their little facebook post not little but their facebook post is going viral locally being shared um but for years you know 25 years they've been in business and of course you know you're in a tiny nightclub where you can't even get six feet away from people so they've had to let everybody go they're not sure if they can reopen it's 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 nuts um how are your how are your kids taking this their inheritance probably gone uh from the stock market are they how are they holding up uh my children are fine they're they're you know, yes, they're a little worried that, you know, uh, dad may have to work <laughs> yeah. another five to 10 years. Yeah, Patrick, it's but, all gone. Um, What's that? that Your poor kids. No, my son's home from college. You know, they extended uh, his, his, so they extended his stay for three weeks, but he'll do online classes um, or online learning, whatever they're calling it. My daughter's working, you know, obviously she works in DC and she's working from home. So, um, yeah, I mean, listen, we're all, you know, we bought as much food as possible. The problem is, you know, I had, I think, two weeks worth of food and I, three days later, it's pretty much gone. Yeah, what's the, because last week we were talking about this. I think you had said you and Kristen hadn't really done a lot of, like, stocking yeah, up well, for this. No, I will say my wife, Kristen, she uh, she was on a mission the last three days. She She found some meats and chickens and you know, food that we could freeze. And now we're, we're in good shape. We got beer. Did you get toilet paper? We have plenty of toilet paper. We have scotch. (laughs) Uh, Okay. Yeah. uh, Yeah. We're, uh, we're, we're in pretty good shape. 
Okay, I good. Some steaks on the cooked some steaks on the grill last night. Um, I, you know, listen, I, I feel bad for those who are, are, are really, you know, all kidding aside, it's it's a very serious situation. Yeah, Businesses it is. can go out. You, you know, all, I will say, though, if you look at the Johns Hopkins curve. Yes. You know, the, the goal is to stop that curve from spiking. It's to maintain it and then have it retract a little bit so the hospitals don't get overwhelmed. Right. Because so, if the hospitals get overwhelmed, the healthcare system crashes. You have people who can't get into beds who need them, who aren't even COVID-19 patients, who have other ailments, who have surgeries, who have um, emergency situations. You just, it comes to a, you know, it, it, be, it comes to a halt. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the healthcare system already, I just saw a report today, not even part of COVID-19, but like DC's average wait time in the hospital uh, is 286 minutes. I cannot. Hey, look, as someone, you know, I've I've told you, I've been obviously full disclosure. I just finished those chemo shots with this whole like crazy pregnancy disease. I am so grateful that just ended like two weeks ago. I can't imagine having a compromised immune system, then facing this. Uh, and I was receiving like a really mild form, which leaves your body really quickly. So my immune system is all good. But it, it is really I mean, we are, I think, at a tipping point, right? Like if people do take it serious, do stay home, which it does seem like people are getting it. You know, we were seeing we live in Arlington. We were seeing young people heading out to the bars, uh, at least on Friday night. It seemed like a drastic change by Saturday. No one on Sunday. So I think if people can stay in, we can get control of this, like you've seen in South well, Korea. Kinda, I mean, not to throw a political dig at some of the younger folks, but I do love these people who are like complaining about Trump, the administration. We haven't done anything, no testing, blah, blah, blah. And yet they're packing in the bars and running out and not, you know. I yeah, mean, they're morons. Like, it's serious. It is. I mean, it is. I think it's I, I, same thing. I feel for I hate to see these restaurants and bars. Well, who, listen, you know, in retrospect, what we're doing today maybe could have been done two weeks ago and we would have been way ahead of it. Right. I don't know if this I don't know if we're too late or yeah. what. Uh, the good news is let's look at some silver linings real quick and then we can move on. Most people who get it have recovered. Yes. I believe. The most, the most recent John Hopkins stats have almost 80,000 people fully recovered and healthy again. Obviously, the elderly, uh, th- those with uh, compromised immune systems have to be very careful. And really, it's a ma- matter of us staying healthy so we don't then pass it on and continue the cycle of, right. of it. So uh, I, I think Trump gave himself a 10 out of 10. I give him a 4 out of 10. On, on how he handled this. I do think wow. in the last week and a half to two weeks, they've really stepped up and escalated their response. I do think that uh, the press conference he had last, I believe it was Friday, should have been, he should have had that a week earlier. Right, right. Because you know, I do think they were doing a lot behind the scenes, despite Trump's tweets and some of his comments that kind of downplayed it. I do think the healthcare professionals, Dr. Burks, Fauci from the NIH, were doing a lot behind the scenes. I also do think right, yes. that it, it, it has given an opportunity for a lot of, uh, you know, anti-Trump people to to keep it going on social media. By no means do I think this is some conspiracy or anything about that. But like, it's a serious situation, and it should have been taken seriously. Uh, 
But listen, anytime the person in office you don't like is struggling, you pile on. I mean, the Republicans tried to pile on Obama with with uh, Bola and each one and one. Right. And, uh, you know, it's politics. At the end of the day, it's still pop. And, the, you know, the, the problem with Trump right now is you can't blame Obama for stuff when you've been in office for three years. You can't like he, he has to. You got to stop doing that. You have to take control of the situation. It's OK to come out and tell the American people, listen, this is going to get worse before it gets better. We got great people behind it, but it's not going to be pleasant. Uh, we may have some serious issues that we need to deal with. Yeah. Like Larry Hogan, again, last thing on politics. Larry Hogan's press conference, who's the governor of Maryland, um, I think it was Thursday, maybe. Okay. That that should have been Trump's press conference a week ago. That's right. how you handle a press conference. He had smart people around him. It was decisive, factual, no hiding what may or may not happen. He went through the steps, why he was taking the steps. He had his other the school superintendents from Maryland come up, came up when they closed the school systems, why, what we're doing, how we're going to feed the, the kids who need food, and on and on and on. And that, that's what you need. Right. And I'm not sure we've, we've gotten that, to be honest. Well, we are probably at a tipping point. Don't you think this week is going to really uh, determine if we've got this under control and are kind of um, leveling out the curve? Yeah, or- listen, I, I hope, I think the steps that we've taken in the last even three to five days, hopefully we'll, we'll control it. Um, but I also think people could, you know, listen, if you get it, stay home, get yourself healthy. Right. You know, it's not a death sentence for, for most um, it's a really, really bad illness and, um, but you will get healthy if, if you, as long as you, you know, you know, yeah, hopefully. I mean, it's just, you know, I think we're at this scary point, right? You're reading all the stories coming out of Italy. Yes, most of the people that are passing are in their 80s. But I mean, boy, it, it's just it sucks to see their healthcare system in a position where they're having to choose who's going to live, who's not going to live. You know, they're they're really in trouble right now. And that's uh, you, that's scary. By the way, did you watch the debate the other night? Yeah, I wanted to ask you that. We did watch some of the debate. Um, I actually, I know people were still criticizing Biden, like, oh, he said SARS instead of coronavirus. But I actually thought Biden seemed sharper than he normally has. Um, and I, I don't know. To I, me, I thought Bernie yeah, was kind of done. Say, yeah. We'll see where it goes. And I've always said Biden and a Klobuchar, but in particularly Biden is the most serious candidate yep. against Trump. Um, he can win Pennsylvania. He can win Michigan. He can win Arizona. Now throw coronavirus, uh, you know, what it's done to the economy, what it might continue to do. You may have serious layoffs. Yeah. You may not have job growth. And I think in the end, it's, I believe now it's Biden's to lose unless somehow he implodes. Yep. I think I think he'll let people know that he'll surround himself with smart people. Yeah. He's committed to picking a female VP. Well, they both said that. I mean, if if you're although Bernie, I feel like even in the past week, of course, I coronavirus. Don't, I don't think Sanders fully committed. I mean, Biden's statement was very declarative. He he is absolutely committed to a female vice president. You know, and listen, he has several to pick from. We talked about Kamala. Yep. Stacey Abrams. Klobuchar, Warren, 
you know, there's some uh, there's some governors out there who could fit the bill. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know, I, listen, I think if Biden can stay healthy and sharp, because listen, those debates against Trump are going to be not easy. Yeah. No, I, I agree. I agree. You have to be on your mental. I think and that the only scary part for Biden is, you know, we're still talking five months away. You know, you're talking debates, maybe what, August, September. Uh, maybe they'll do some, you know, I guess probably depending on how coronavirus shapes out. But you're like a little concerned about Biden, like even five months from now. Will all the mental faculties still be firing? I don't know, you know, this isn't a, <laughs> please, he, please. He, he he is seventy eight years old. I, mean, I know, I know. Yeah, I mean he's in the. Although I think he should get tested. He said the other night he hadn't been tested. Why? Why wouldn't a presidential candidate who's seventy eight years old, who's around so many different people, not have been tested? That seemed very. Uh, that seemed surprising to me that he had not been tested yet. Well, none of them want to be tested. It's why they all want to delay it because, I mean, God forbid any of our leaders or potential leaders have it, you know. I mean, can you imagine Biden testing positive for corona on top of already being 78? I mean, they don't want to, they don't want that. I know, but you can't be a lead. Again, we go back to being a leader. You can't be a leader and tell people to do X, Y, and Z, and you're not doing the same. Now, granted, if he doesn't have symptoms, then don't get tested. But I, I would have thought he was coughing up a storm the other night. Okay, hopefully just like older dry cough. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Uh, yeah. Hey, how that, do you... by the way, by the way, that's a scary thing. If you cough in public right now or sneeze, yeah. you're, you're like a pariah. It's over. Yes, yes. Um, huge sports news. You probably saw this right before we started recording this podcast. Tom Brady leaving. Uh, hold on, by the way. What? There's, there's no... Before we get into the major Tom Brady news, yeah, um, how are you and your husband getting along? Like being a quarantine because he's a huge soccer fan. There's no soccer. Euro 2020 was. Think about this. This morning, Euro 2020 was moved to 21, and Tom Brady's leaving the Patriots. I know. And there's nothing to watch. Dan, Dan is here. Dan, how are we getting along? Uh, we're doing Patrick's podcast. How are we getting along? Being stuck here together. Wonderful. Never loved you more than. Ever. <laughs> He's so full of shit. He's saying, wonderful. I've never loved you more. Okay, yeah, he's full of crap. It was it was tough. So it's funny because we've been together like seven years, but I would say we've spent more time together since coronavirus than we have in all seven years because we both work a ton. My husband works seven days a week. As you just said, all soccer canceled. He works uh, for Loudon Soccer, so all, you know, 8,000 kids in their program everything canceled. Um, So it's funny. It's been a challenge. The first couple of days were rough because you do get on each other's nerves. We have anyway. It's like, have you seen, have you, have you seen the memes? Oh, there's no sports to watch. I I saw this lady sitting on my couch. I guess she's my wife. She seems pretty nice. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. That could be us. Definitely. Definitely. And uh, he's been stockpiling. I think I told you this last week when we were doing your show, he's been stockpiling for a couple of weeks and I thought he was crazy. And now I'm like, Oh my God, thank God. Is he one of those guys that's stealing all the stuff from everyone else? No, he had gone, literally he had gone three weeks ago and he said, Oh, I think this is really going to be an issue. I'm going to get extra toilet paper. So in our closets and in our bedroom, we have toilet paper rolls stacked. And like two weeks ago, I was like, Oh my God, you're bananas. He got this like big Tupperware thing that looks like it's bulletproof filled with food. I'm like, you're nuts. Now I'm like, Oh my God, thank uh, God. Listen, he, Cause he I was, don't prepare. He was prudent because we just, we just got a, 
you know, our, our staple orders are being canceled. You can't get sanitizers, wipes, anything. Wow. wow. I know. Well, well, you and I had texted, and, and I thought at one point you were without toilet paper, and I thought, wouldn't that be funny if the GM had to steal toilet paper from the station? Like, that would be really good. <laughs> you would just... Yeah, you know, uh, listen, I... Anything to survive, right? Yes, no kidding. So back Uh, to sports. Tom Brady announced this morning that um, he's leaving the Patriots. Patrick, this is massive. I mean, did I never thought this day would come? This is huge. I honestly never thought, even up to yesterday when they were saying, oh, it looks like it. I was like, I don't believe it. I don't believe it. He's going to, there's no way he's going to not spend his entire career with the Patriots and. Here we go. The question is, where they're saying Tampa Bay, but oh god, you know, I don't think he's going to Tampa. I was asking Dan this, and he was saying the L.A. Chargers, maybe like that would probably be because he's. Cause I did, think he's going. I think he's going to my team, the Raiders. You think he's going to the Raiders? I think Tom Brady in Las Vegas. Keep in mind, they open up their season next year for the first time in Las Vegas, brand new stadium. It's it, you know Vegas is Vegas. Oh, I, I see what you're saying. Yeah, Vegas. I think he goes to the Raiders for two years. Uh, they must have, what is, what's your, like, okay, if we were just absolutely speculating here, don't you feel like something, he really must not have been getting along with Bill Belichick. You know what I mean? There's something really must have gone wrong. Listen, he's been here 20 years. He's accomplished everything you need to accomplish. I think the team really, um, uh, their talent has been depleted over the last several years. They're not in any position probably to win over the next couple of years, maybe we make the playoffs, but that's it. You know, Kraft's had issues, Belichick, you know, know, sometimes it's time. I mean, you know, in your own, I mean, think about in your own career or 20 years is a long time. And uh, sometimes it's good to get a fresh start and see if you could play for another couple of years. And uh, plus it allows the Patriots to bring on another quarterback and and keep that franchise moving. Yeah. You know, so, uh, listen, Montana did it. Uh, you know, Montana went to the Chiefs. You've had others who, who've left late in their career to go play for another team to see if they could they could win. And uh, and how has it gone historically? Montana did well with the Chiefs, although, like, didn't win anything. I don't uh, – you know, it's a good question. I don't know what the stat is on uh, – quarterbacks who've won multiple Super Bowls with different teams. Uh, that'd be interesting to look at. I, I will say not having sports is just, it, it is tough. It really is. I mean, Major League Baseball announced this morning that they're now delaying opening day to the middle of May. Saw that. Yeah, saw no, that. I mean, I think at first you thought, okay, a week or two. I mean, NASCAR, no races, no golf, no tennis, no no uh, major soccer on any level. XFL, the entire brand new XFL, trying to make you know uh, inroads and, and launch a new league. Done for the year. Can you believe uh, that? Because why did Vince McMahon's XFL fail the first time? I mean, that is that weird. Um, that's like crazy. I don't know, yeah, luck you know, or omen or something. Oh, I mean, NCAA basketball tournament. I like, know. Can he say? Today, St. Patty's Day, we'd be in a bar right now, Sarah. We'd be in a bar. Oh, really? You'd let us all out to go drink? I doubt it. We'd we'd still have to be reporting for you. I was supposed to run the Asheville Marathon this weekend. All canceled. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you name it, it's canceled. 
It is. And really, there hasn't been a lot of other news aside from that. Is there anything like you guys are watching? Oh, there, I mean, there's nothing happened. Like, what I else know. can happen? Yeah, no one's out. Got to stay home. Are you guys, what are you watching? What are you binge watching aside from Fox 5? Because we your your coverage has been well, really I'm still, good. I'm still finishing up on the West Wing. So I'm, I'm actually oh. down. I'm into season seven now where uh, Jimmy Smith's a.k.a. Matt Santos is probably going to. Oh, I know he wins election because I watched it the first Wednesday. Uh, you know, he replaces Bartlett. But uh, what else am I watching? I don't know. Repeats of everything. We got to do uh, start doing show reviews and, you know, getting you to start watching some shows. Poor Kevin McCarthy, our our, uh, entertainment reporter. He's not traveling to do movie junkets. There's no movies releasing. God. Poor Kevin. Kevin. Well, the movie industry just, I mean, devastated. And I I was watching... you know, Fox last night, I think, I, I don't know if it was Kevin or maybe Steve Shenavy, but anyway, one of them was basically saying all these films have been filmed. They're in the can. Now all production has stopped. They can't release these films. So everything is messed up because when they can I go to release. You, it's going to be a busy fall. You got Coachella trying to move to the fall, Jazz Fest trying to move to the fall. You have. Um, yeah, but that's if Corona doesn't pick back up in the fall. I mean, what do you, you know, we could be dealing with this for a year. If we're a year away from a cure. These could be, oh. we could have flare ups. This is like, we're in this for the long haul. This is pretty bananas. So we're going to be quarantined for what, eight months? I think we're definitely quarantined to May, don't you think? To May? Like, May, I think May 1st, when the weather consistently gets to 70, 75, we'll probably all be able to start. Because it does sound like the virus can't, doesn't really survive well in heat. Yeah. Are you washing your hands? All the time. Oh, my God. We wash our hands. We do the goddamn happy birthday over and over. I never want anyone to sing me happy birthday after Corona's yeah. over. It's we, torture. We said, this, we said this last week. 20 seconds is a long time. It's a long time. 20 seconds is long. We're disinfecting everything. Uh, we had a podcast guest here in the house. Then Dan, like, sprayed everything down. We had to leave all the spray on for, like, 30 seconds. It's nuts. No, we're not leaving. Uh, we're in well, it. Well, uh... I'm going to go for a run. I'm still running. You know, my orange theory closed, obviously. Yes, um, yep. So now I got to run outside. Okay, one more thing, and then we'll wrap this up. Yep. Okay, Bill de Blasio going to the YMCA two days ago in the midst of Corona. What is wrong with you? What Listen. is wrong trying to get one last workout in? I mean, and, oh, and, now, this, and now this morning he says he's going to maybe shelter in place in New York City. The guy's a moron, always has been. I, I don't understand him. The city, <sighs> the fact that that city reelected that guy is all you need to know. It's just embarrassing. The guy's an embarrassment. I will say Governor Cuomo has done a stellar job, in my opinion, from what I followed. Yeah, they've been the right Governor on it. Been, and by the way, they don't get along. I mean, the governor of New York has been on top of this, it appears, um, from early on, from, from early on. Um, okay, uh, Patrick. Uh, what, anything anything else before we tell people obviously no, you know Fox is, yeah, we're just trying we're trying to keep our as i said we're trying to keep our employees healthy we're trying to keep the building from getting you know certainly we're trying to keep our employees from getting infa- infected but certainly the we're trying to prevent the building from being contaminated mm-hmm. uh we do we've you know not not to get into operational boring stuff but we we listen we've had to prepare for if our technical errors get contaminated how are we still staying on the air? And uh, so we've—I've been working on that for for several weeks, and um, 
We're doing the best we can. Our shows, we're doing quad boxes. Anchors aren't sitting next to each other. Yeah, I saw that. Yep, yeah, smart. So, uh, yeah, we're doing the best we can. But I will say, I started with this and I'll end with it. Journalists around the country, certainly local journalists, should be applauded for. I mean, you know, when you turn on the TV and you could see a local news station still reporting the news, still uh, making sure that the public knows what's going on, it's it's somewhat comforting, right? Even though the even though the news sucks, yeah, it's still it's still at least some normalcy to know that we have local journalists who go out and, um, yeah, basically risk their health to uh, to provide the news. And you can't underestimate that. You can't understate that. That's it's a it's a real thing. Yeah, it is. It is. It's it's. Yeah, I mean, we've been watching and obviously watching 24-7 because we're here, but... Um, yeah, that's not just a Fox 5 thing. That's all, all local stations around the country. And, you know, you got shelters in place. you got quarantines that they're still going to work. They're considered essential personnel. And um, so anyway, they, they um, uh, uh, thanks to them for sure. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, um, hopefully this means we will be consi- keeping consistent. The yeah, I'm perspective. for the next several weeks, we'll be doing it this way, right? I, I said, heck yeah, I'm not coming to see you. No way. You may you may be doing this forever like this. Uh, yes, I'll be just fine here. You've been out at that wine bar as of Friday night. Mm-mm, mm-mm, I don't want to see you. <laughs> All right. So uh, the good thing is that now that we figured out we can do it like this, maybe we can do even some more frequent updates if we have to. Yeah. Anytime. Literally, I'm doing all my own like Hey Frage ones at home. So anytime you want to pop on, I'm just like, hey, it's a great time to put out content because, you know, aside from you guys, all obviously all Broadway shows, all other forms of entertainment are shut down unless you can do mobile podcasting, mobile radio. So we got a great audience right now. You think there's, you think there's going to be a lot of babies born in uh, eight, nine months? I was, we were wondering that. That's a great question. Yes, but isn't it a scary time to be like pregnant? I, I don't know. I mean, I would yeah. I, normally I would also, say like, yeah, but who wants any, to be? Anytime there's like, anytime there's like illness, you almost feel like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like, like this isn't like a snowstorm or, right. Like, you know, right. It's, it's a little, it's a different you know, vibe. It's a different vibe. It's yeah. A different vibe. Yeah. yeah. It's a different vibe. Totally. Like, you know, you're putting hand sanitizer over your whole body and you're like, come here, honey. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> totally. Spraying each other down with Lysol. It's different vibe than the snowstorm. Yeah. And if and if one of you have a cough, forget it. Yeah. No, you're living in the other room. Absolutely. <laughs> Uh, all, right. all right, Patrick. Cool. Well, um, obviously, but I think it's important. You guys are continuing. You guys actually launched your own coronavirus app. Do you know offhand yeah, so, what so, that's yeah, called? So th- thanks. There's uh, coronavirusnow.com. Okay. Which anyone can go to. It's an aggregate. So the Fox Television Station Group has done a, an amazing job. They they coordinated efforts from around the entire country, and we created a, a site called corona, coronavirusnow.com, which it's stories and, and up-to-date information from everywhere around the country. And not just Fox. We're aggregating from other sources. Okay. From uh, uh, and, you know, anything relevant to keep people as informed as possible uh, of what's going on. Plus, you got, obviously, the Fox 5 News app. And we're on the air all the time. And so there's just, you know, we're just trying to make sure people are informed and they have the, the most up-to-date information on what to, what's going on. Because you really don't want misinformation out there at this point. Yeah, right, right. I mean, just creates more panic. Okay, great. So it's right. um, we will we'll see you guys next week. Uh, Polini perspective will continue. All right, Sarah. Thanks. You got it.